Welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and this is the show where we help you bring your dreams into your reality. And today's episode is for anyone out there who has felt the call to become a mom, um, for who wants to consciously conceive, amplify their fertility, um, or even just be a more conscious mom if you've already had your child. Um, I'm bringing on my friend and best-selling author, top-rated podcaster, uh, Melissa Ambrosini. She is the creator of a program called Holy Mama, and I'm super excited um, for you to learn more about her journey to conscious conceiving, her preparation, as well as the resources and the tools that she's gathered along the way um, to share this with you. I know that this is a really sacred journey um, that many of us choose to take as women. And I myself, as I've been approaching this journey, have really been going into it with a lot of intention. Um, And so I'm really excited to dive in. Well, I am so excited to have you back on the podcast, Melissa. I love talking to you. I think you're just such a beautiful light in the world. And I have to be honest, when I heard about this new program that you're offering, it's something that I I feel like I'm in a place in my life right now where I'm in this conversation about, you know, intentionally becoming a mom and wanting to consciously conceive and kind of figuring all the ins and outs of that. And when I look to you and your, you know, your journey, I feel like I'm just really excited to ask you all the questions. So so welcome. And I guess let's kick off. Let's dive right into it. Did you have a moment where you were like, I'm ready? I'm ready to take this first step. I think I'm ready in that to become a mom and take on this like huge next role. Yes. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me back. I absolutely love our conversations. It's such a delight to be here. So thank you for having me. And yes, I did have that moment where I was like, I'm ready. And it was October, 2018. I woke up one morning and I rolled over to my husband and I said, I'm ready. And he was like, just like that. And I'm like, just like (laughs) that. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, because, okay, let's rewind, right? Yeah. So I met, I got with my husband in 2013 and we had known each other for three years before that. I was in a relationship. He was in a relationship um, of three years and I'd always seen him out and about. And I was like, "Mm, he's a really good catch. He's handsome, but I never let myself think anything more because he was in a committed relationship. And he is like, I knew he was so loyal. Like he was, I knew that they would end up married. Like That's just the type of guy that he is. He's a relationship guy. You know, he's not one of those guys that likes to be with lots of women. He's like a deeply committed guy, right? And so I never let myself think anything more than that. I just thought he's a good catch and he's very handsome. So then fast forward three years, we both find ourselves single. Uh, I had told all of my friends and my boyfriend that I was with before that, that I didn't want to get married and that I didn't want to have babies. 
And then my husband and I, uh, we started being put in the same room, like all of these events. We were like magnets for the, and like we'd never really hung out or like we'd never been put in the same room like this. And it's like all of a sudden the universe was like pushing us together, right? And so um, we got together and as soon as we got together, I knew with every cell in my body that I was going to marry him and that I was going to have his babies. And we got engaged for those that have read open wide, my second book, we got engaged after two weeks of being together. And then we got married five and a half months later. And that was almost 10 years ago now. So, right. So I, I said to my friends and to, him I was like I want to marry you I want to have your babies all my friends were like what like you've just told us for like most of your life like you never wanted to get married and didn't want to have babies and now you're engaged after two weeks so you can imagine the shock on like and the concern <laughs> like the shock and the concern on my family and my friends like they were just like you are crazy and I was like no I just know and people had said to me when you know you know Melissa and I was like whatever that is the biggest load of BS. And then I met Nick and I was like, oh, I get it. He's my one. Okay, I get it. Right. And I know you know what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. Same thing. Everyone tells you it. All your, like, your happily married friends will tell you it. And then you're like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I had the same thing. I also was like, we got engaged within six months which was fast for a lot of people, right? But also had that same feeling. I think it was a few weeks into it where I was like, oh man, this is my husband. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So going back to 2013, we get together. I'm like, I'm going to marry him. I'm going to have his babies. He proposes to me. I was like, yes, let's do this. Um, but I knew that babies were not on the cards right now. Like I was building my career. He is a solo artist, musician, and he was building his career. And, you know, we were in work mode. And so I knew it would be down the track. However, I became obsessed with learning and reading and, and, dis and um, diving into the world of pregnancy, birth, conscious parenting, conscious conception. I became obsessed with it because I knew that one day I was going to do it, right? And so we went and saw a naturopath and this was two weeks into our relationship and we sat down with this naturopath and um, I said, we're going to have a baby one day. Can you do all of the tests that you need to do? Like the, the preconception tests to make sure like our bloods are all good and everything. And she was like, oh, that's so sweet. You know, how long you guys been together? And I was like, two weeks. <laughs> and she thought I was absolutely bonkers. She thought I was crazy, right? Anyway, we're still friends with her. And she's just like, oh my gosh, I remember that day where you came in and you told, and she was like, my jaw was on the floor. Anyway, so we started doing the preconception work in 2013. We started priming our bodies then. I became obsessed with learning about conception, pregnancy, birth, and parenting because I knew that one day, I was going to do it. And also instantly I was a stepmama, which I know you know all about. I was a stepmama. So I began reading about parenting and just started learning about conscious parenting and things like that. 
And so we went down that journey. I went, I would go to workshops and seminars on these topics. I read every book that I could get my hands on. I had piles and piles of birth books beside my beds and my friends would beside my bed and my friends would come over and they'd be like, Oh, are you guys, you know, having a bed? Are you pregnant? Or like, have? and I was like, no. And they're like, like, are you thinking about it? I'm like, no. And they were just like, you are absolutely crazy. What has gotten into you? What water are you drinking? What is going on? Um, and I was just like, I know that one day I'm going to do it. And so I'm going to start trimester zero, as my friend Afruz calls it. I'm going to start trimester zero now. And um, I was in trimester zero for 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So six years, I was doing all of this physical and mental work to prime my body because it's also about the mind and the spirit, which I'll talk about in a minute. And I teach in Holy Mama because not just about the physical. Um, then October 2018, I woke up had that moment where I turned to Nick and I said, I'm ready. And he was just like, wow. Okay. And at that time I was doing a heavy metal detox. I had really high levels of mercury in my system. Um, so I had to detox that mercury out of my system. So we decided to, to go for it in January, 2019. And so we had the most beautiful ceremony and we set the candles and the incense and we prayed and we meditated and we chanted and we called in the spirit baby and we had the most beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And then two weeks later, I got my period and I was so perplexed. I could not, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've just spent the last six plus years preparing for this moment. I am so healthy. I've done all of the physical, mental, and spiritual components. What is going on? And so I was really disheartened. I had no fear around getting pregnant. I know a lot of women do. I had zero fear around that. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, I don't understand. So I was really upset. I was really heartbroken. And so we went again the next month and I got my period again. And then the next month and I got my period again. And then the next month and every month when I would get my period, I would mourn and cry. And I felt like my heart was ripped out of my chest because that deep yearning to be a mother was so strong in me. And I had never had that before. I didn't have that. It, it kicked in really once we had decided that this is, we're going to go for it. And that deep, deep yearning was so strong. And every month I would just cry and felt like I was crying on behalf of humanity, on behalf of every single woman who had ever struggled before me and there was one time where I was crying so much I was in the fetal position wailing on the bathroom floor and I felt all of these this energy of all of these women behind me just like that had struggled like before me and I felt all of their energy and I was just crying on behalf of all of them like just crying and crying and it was 
looking back, it was really therapeutic, but in the moment it was like the hardest time of my life. This was truly the hardest thing I've ever been through in my entire life. And I lived my life in two week increments where I was either waiting to uh, ovulate. And then after those two weeks, I didn't do pregnancy tests every month because I'm a zero waste person and I'm, and I don't like using plastic and things like that. So I was conscious. I did a few times, but not every month. I would just either wait to get my period or not. And so I lived my life in these two week increments, either waiting to ovulate or waiting to find out, waiting to ovulate, waiting to find out, waiting to ovulate, waiting to find out. And I did that for 18 months in silence. So I didn't share any of this with my practitioners knew and I didn't even tell my parents. I had one friend that knew I did this in silence and I did it in silence out of my choice. Like that was my choice because I didn't want the internet's opinion on what I should be doing. I knew for me that this was an internal spiritual journey and it was a journey of letting go of control, of trust and of surrender, like a really deep lesson in those things. And so I didn't want the internet's opinion and I didn't even want my mom's opinion. Like I didn't want my parents' opinion. I didn't want anyone's opinion. I just wanted to go inward and really respect this sacred journey for myself and for Nick. And so I did it in silence, which was amazing, but also really hard because I would have to show up on my podcast. I would have to show up on stage to give a Ted talk after just getting my period that morning, like, and put on a brave face. And anyone who is listening to this, who has struggled to get pregnant and it didn't happen the first time when they thought it would knows what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, you've got to keep going on with your life and you've got to keep moving forward and keep putting one foot in front of the other. But all I wanted to do was just cry. And And then I'm sure the more and more the months go by, the more it like builds and builds and builds. But I, I totally understand wanting to keep, it's such a sacred journey to not want other people's energy involved in that journey. A hundred percent. And and I know that there are some people that share the whole conception journey online, but for me, that just did not feel true for me. So it was like, I just wanted to go inward. I just wanted to get the lessons myself and and I did. And it was an 18 month, really long journey. And um, I learned so much in that time, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I learned so much. I did so much inner child healing work. I did so much red thread lineage healing work. And then on top of that, I was in a very, very unique position where I had a top rated podcast So I could interview the world's best experts, doctors, scientists on these topics. So I would like interview these people 
and then not tell them that I was asking all of the questions really for myself. And then afterwards, like I would get off the, like we would stop recording and I would say to them, you know, I've been trying to conceive now for a year and, and, you know, I'd end up crying on the call with them. And, you know, they would say, Melissa, you know, this is, this is what you, you know, try this and do this. And so I learned so much from having a podcast and being able to interview these experts and so, you know, from when I became obsessed with reading and learning about all this stuff in 2013, my husband saw how much I loved this topic. Like I love birth. If you look at my Instagram, 90% of what I follow is like empowered birthing accounts. Like I'm obsessed. I love it. I love birth. Like I want to be at births. Like I've thought about, should I become a doula? I want to be like, I'm obsessed with it. Right. I just think it's the most beautiful and magical thing on this earth. I ask all of my friends, I'm like, can I come to your birth? And they're like, no, babe. Like, I'm like, please, can I come to your birth? <laughs> and some of my friends have said yes. Um, but you know, it's a really sacred and private thing. Um, so I totally understand and respect <laughs> that. But if anyone listening to this is wants me at their birth, I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I just love it so much. And so I became obsessed with it. Like I said, and Nick said to me from day one, you're going to write a book about this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I think I will one day. I'll write a book. And he goes, start taking notes. And so back in 2013, I started taking notes of everything that I learned, everything that I was discovering on this journey and everything that I did, all of the crazy wild woo-woo things that I did, all of the physical things I did. And I have now put it all in a program called Holy Mama. And it is not only me sharing everything that I've learned, but I've got inside the program, the world's best experts on these topics. And it's broken up into four modules. So we've got conscious conception, we've got pregnancy, then we've got birth and postpartum, and then conscious parenting. And it's the world's most comprehensive, holistic program. There's no program that covers all of these things. And I am so proud of it. I'm so excited that it's finally here and launched right now. And the doors are open and you can get it now until November 4th, Australian time. And yeah, that is a very long uh, answer to <laughs> Well, I definitely want to talk, I want to talk more about Holy Mama and, and that program, but I feel like we need, we, we have to finish the end of that story, right? So is there, you know, on that month when you finally didn't get your period, right? Was there something that you felt either, you know, something that you shifted or something that you learned that you felt then opened up something for that to happen looking back do you feel like it was just divine timing of when your child wanted to come through um yeah so tell me a little bit about that and that moment of it the month it happened <laughs> I talk about this inside the program and I go really in depth with what I did physically emotionally and spiritually to prepare for that month. And I did so much. So I don't want to say that it was just one thing that I did that 
I got pregnant. It, it was a combination of multiple things. Yes, divine timing. And that's definitely part of it. And one thing that I realized in that last month was that it's not just about my timing. And it's almost like selfish of me to think of it as all about me. And it's actually not all about me. There is another soul who has their timing, who is got their own karmic journey and they're coming in and they're choosing to come in when is right for them. And so when I really understood that and I got that, I was like, oh, wow, this isn't just about me. This isn't just about me. There's another entity that is in this puzzle. And then it's also not just about us two, like there's Nick and it's, it's about his soul's timing too. And then Leo, my stepson, because when a child enters a family, the entire dynamic of the family shifts. So not just your immediate family, but like your parents, your siblings, your friends, your community, the, to make room for that beautiful soul to come in, everything shifts, right? Yeah. And it's not just like, okay, come in and everything stays the same. No, it doesn't just stay the same. Everything shifts and everyone shifts. So Leo became an older brother for the first time. Nick became a dad for the second time, a first time dad to a daughter. Like my parents became grandparents to a daughter, you know, so there's so much that happens. It's not just about me. And when I realized that and I got out of my head and stopped like making it all about me, something really deeply shifted within me. Um, I was able to let go of that white knuckle grip of control and trust more in the timing of the universe. And so that was definitely a really big thing for me. And there was some other physical things that I did and there was some other really deep emotional things and a lot of healing that I did. So there wasn't like just one thing, but that was a really big piece of it. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of those things that, it, and it sounds like a lot of the things that you've learned along this way are things that are not even just value in that moment, but like almost, I feel like they're like gifts your daughter gave you in the, in the like process of the journey that now you'll have with you towards everything else in your life, right? As you approach different things. 1000% honey, like what we learn in our conception journey and in our pregnancy and in our birth, we take those learnings, those nuggets of wisdom into our parenting for that child, right? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And so like one of my teachers, who's actually an expert in the program, her name is Jane Hardwick Collins. She was one of my birth mentors. She is like a shamanic midwife. She's amazing. And she said to me, she had three children. And she said to me, you know, the first birth I needed to, um, I needed to learn surrender. 
And so in my labor, I had to surrender the next one. I needed to learn trust. And so, you know, and then the next one I needed to learn whatever it was. And so she's had to really take that teaching into the parenting of that particular child because every child is different. Every person is different. And so, you know, it's really interesting that I had to really just surrender and let go. And yeah, that I take that into my parenting with her and whatever we, yeah, whatever we get, those nuggets that we get in conception, birth, pregnancy, take some time to really work out what they are for you and take them with you um, into the parenting and into the next birth potentially, you know, so there's, there's so many nuggets of wisdom. And I think that, you know, one of the things I like to talk about in Divinely Design Your Life, my like manifestation program, is that when you get clear on like what you're calling in, right, what your vision is, that everything that happens along the way is helping you in that way, right? And so sometimes when these things come up, it's, you know, obviously, you know, there are some people that get pregnant by accident, right? There are some people that, you know, get pregnant on their first try or in the first three months. And I think the beautiful thing is that I think the way even the conception happens, right? There's lessons in that, right? So I've had close friends that got pregnant at a time when they weren't necessarily thinking that they were going to, right? And they learned a whole lot of lessons, right? And showing up for that and, and, you know, doing all that and then vice versa. And I think I love the view of, of trusting that whatever your journey is, is the perfect thing that your soul agreed to with this other beautiful soul that's here to be your, your teacher and, um, and your child. Um, so, so in the program, I love how you have, you like literally walk us through all of the different stages. Can we go a little bit deeper into, you know, what kind of things can we expect that you're going to kind of cover in that pre, you know, conception, looking into that and then all the, the stages? Absolutely. So each of the phases is kind of broken up into like a body and we talk about the body, we talk about the mind and we talk about the spirit. So you kind of take into consideration those three areas because like firstly, like what is a holy mama, right? A holy mama is an empowered mama, is a mama who integrates the body, mind, and spirit into everything that she does, into her conception journey, into her pregnancy journey, into her birth, into her parenting and beyond, into everything that she does. That is a holy mama. And like my wish with this program is that everyone becomes an empowered mama because if we are empowered, we will raise empowered children and we will change the world. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so this is why I feel so strongly about this is like, I want every woman on this journey to motherhood to feel empowered to, and and that's going to look different for every single person. 
And it's not about it looking a particular way. Empowered is a feeling. And we all know when we feel empowered and we all know what it feels like to feel disempowered and shamed or our power taken away from us or ripped away from us. We all know to some degree what those two things feel like. And so I want to help women remember that they can feel empowered in every process, every step of this process and help them to stay connected to that. And yeah, to just know that that's actually their birthright as well. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that actually comes up a lot in the motherhood journey. Like, I think one of the most common things you hear when uh, women are struggling with conception is that feeling of powerlessness. And, you know, while I haven't had that experience yet, you know, being a stepmom is, was like being like thrown into the fire (laughs) of motherhood, right. And having to like, try to figure it out as I go. And I think, you know, there are definitely moments in that journey where it's so easy to feel disempowered, right? It's so easy to feel, obviously you're dealing with like another human, like it's another little human being that has their own like agendas and their own desires and stuff. And so I love that you picked that word because I think that is um, a way we can really reclaim motherhood. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And another big area women feel disempowered is in their births. They, they feel like they don't have a voice. So they go into birth feeling like they don't have a voice. And then they have experiences where they didn't want that certain thing to happen and it happens and they don't even feel like they can express it. And then they go into mothering that child from that place, from that disempowered place and not from that grounded, centered, true place that we all reside and deserve to sit in. And so I really want to help people stay connected to feeling empowered in every step of the process. So that's what a holy mummer is. And in each area of the program, we talk about the physical. So we'll be talking about the physical stuff, you know, like um, obviously you've got to cleanse the body, you know, create the beautiful uh, environment for the babe to come in or babes. Um, So we talk about the physical on every step of the journey. We talk about the emotional, the the mental stuff, you know, why meditation is so important in every step of the journey. You know, we talk a lot about that, talk about releasing our fears and things like that. And then we also talk about the spiritual and how that plays into all of every piece of um, this journey. So we tick off every area because I know there are programs like there are conception programs that just focus on the physical. So it's like, okay, do this detox and do this and do that. But what about detoxing your mind? What about detoxing the fears and the thoughts that that aren't serving you? You know, so we've got to look at that. And then, um, yeah, we can't just do the physical and, and just do the internal, we've got to do both. Sorry, the mental, we've got to do both. And then um, I add this layer of spirituality on top of it. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. I'm so excited for women to do it. I love it. I think that, that I think 
what you said is spot on because I've, I've been in your, I love what you call it, trimester zero. I've also, I think since I um, met my husband have been in trimester zero in a way where I haven't known when I was going to be ready or in that moment when I was like, okay, let's like actually try but I knew it was going to, and it's going to happen, you know, in my future. So I'm very similar to you, I guess, where I'm like, Ooh, let me do my research. Let me watch all the documentaries. Let me read all the books and, you know, over-prepare. Um, and I found so much of the things that I was seeing out there were either, you know, it'd be a great book, but it'd be all about nutrition mm. and then like not talk about any of the other, like, great. You could be eating like a rock star. And sometimes I don't even agree with some of the nutrition things out there, but that's another podcast for another time. <laughs> but, you know, but it's also, it's exactly what you said. It's the holistic approach. It's clearing out your mind. It's clearing out your fears. I mean, the, some of the womb clearing I've done has been like some of the most profound work of releasing a lot of like fears or worries I had around pregnancy and then, of course, like you mentioned, which I think is huge, is like realizing that this is a spirit baby. This is a soul that's coming in, right? That has its own timeline and its own, um, you know, journey as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess a couple a couple questions. I feel like I can't believe time flew by. I feel like I could talk to you. <laughs> I literally have a bajillion questions about this. Mm -hmm. but, but I think for the the woman that might be listening to this, that's in that space of like, hmm, I think I know motherhood is in my future, but I don't know if it's right now. Do you think that this is something, you know, worthy of her showing up for and being like, let's do this now, even if I'm not necessarily ready to start conceiving? Absolutely, babe. Like I said, trimester zero actually begins when you first get your period. So however old you are when you get your period, 15, 16, 17, whatever age you were, that's when trimester zero begins. So from that moment, we want to be taking care of our fertility. We want to be taking care of our hormones because fertility isn't just about making babies. This is what one of my friends, Dr. Nat Gringudis, who's inside the program, she said to me 10 years ago, Melissa, when I had acne all over my face and hives and eczema, and she said, we got to balance your hormones. And I said, no, I don't, I don't need to get pregnant. And she's like, Melissa, balancing your hormones and fertility isn't about getting pregnant. It's about being happy and healthy. You know, balanced hormones and happy and healthy hormones means a happy and healthy human being. And so I was like, wow, that really stuck with me. And so I wish that we were taught about trimester zero in school. I wish we were taught about the things that I talk about in the program, tracking your cycle and loving your body and treating your body with deep love, reverence and respect, which is part of the conscious conception journey, is nourishing your body, your mind and your soul and filling yourself up so that you love yourself. Um, because when you love yourself, like 
that's the most beautiful time to have a baby come through when you love yourself, when you love your body. And so if you are a mama and you have finished having your babies, buy this for your daughters. Even if they're in their late teens, early 20s, get Holy Mama for them. Because one day, uh, you know, they can watch the conscious conception journey and, you know, even though they don't want to conceive, but they'll learn about how to love your body, how to nourish your body, how to treat your body with love and respect. And, and obviously we do that through all the stages of the program. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's for anyone. Like I've got women who know that I don't want to have a baby for five or 10 years that are in this program. You know, so it's, it's for everyone, no matter what phase, if you know that one day you want to have a baby, this program is for you. And if you're already pregnant and you're about to give birth and you're wanting to learn more about those areas and conscious conception, this program is also for you. And I truly wish that this was taught in school because Oh my goodness, if I had have known how sacred my body is and how sacred my womb is and how important it is to love my body, there's no way I would have trashed my body the way that I did. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have partied. I wouldn't have taken drugs and alcohol and, you know, done some of the things that I did that I'm not proud of. Like, I probably wouldn't have done those things had I known how precious my body is. Like, I just didn't care. You know, in my late teens and early 20s, I just went on the pill and I just took lots of pharmaceutical drugs to band-aid everything that came up for me. Like, I just didn't care. I didn't care about sleep. I didn't care about nutrition. I just trashed my body. But I wish I was taught otherwise because I probably wouldn't have. And now, like, I know, like, I only get one. I only get one. I only get one body. Like, I would have you know, probably treated it a lot differently. You know, I love that you say that because I think one of the, I also follow a bunch of people on Instagram in this world and I forgot which one said this, but you kind of talked about like your fertility is like a vital sign for mm. a woman, right? It's like another, even in those, like you were saying, even if you're not trying to get pregnant in this moment, like your level of fertility is directly correlated to your level of health. Right. Exactly. And so some of the, those things, and the good news is, is that, you know, you are living proof that even if you're coming to this and you're around the same age as me, Melissa, or older, or a little bit younger, and maybe you also had a little fun in your twenties that I certainly did that I wouldn't have done today at all either. Um, you know, you can still heal right? You can still heal and shift that and create that and have a beautifully healthy pregnancy and healthy child. And um, you find everything exactly when you're meant to find it, right? And Absolutely. so I know a part of this journey is also about conscious parenting, right? And become like being a conscious mom. So now that your, your angel daughter <laughs> is earthside, what were the things, were there things, I know that you're also, you know, you have your incredible podcast, you've written so many best-selling books, like you have such a thriving business, right? You have a lot of things that you show up for. How has parenting been with her? And were there any things that were surprising to you 
um, or any things that you kind of like planned and prepared for that you think was really helpful? Parenting her has been one of the most easiest, effortless things. Like it's, it really has been so beautiful. However, like in the program, and I get parents to do this is like, we really need to get clear on the type of parent that we want to be first. Um, And it's never too late. Like if you already have children now and you're listening to this, it's not too late. But if we don't get clear and conscious on the type of parent that we want to be, we will most likely just slide into default into how we were parented. And maybe that was really great. Like maybe your parents rocked it and nailed it. Um, And maybe there were some gaps, right? We all got gifts from our parents and there's obviously some gaps as well. Like I got a lot of gifts, but there was also a lot of gaps. And if I'm not aware of those gaps, then I will just pass those gaps down to my daughter. And so I got to take a moment before she came with my husband to work out, okay, what do I want to fill those gaps with? What do I want to instill in her? Like, how do I want to parent her? And so conscious parenting is really important. It's such an important piece of this. Getting really clear on how we want to parent is so important. And what's true for us, what what are our parenting core values? And then obviously talking to your partner and, and sharing it with them and kind of coming up with like a little parenting philosophy. This is what my husband and I did. We came up with, and we teach this in the program. We come up with a little parenting philosophy and it really has helped us stay accountable um, to how we want to show up. And we're constantly fine tuning it. You're always learning with children, always learning, always growing. You're growing with them. You're not better than them. You're not more qualified than them. Like we just came into earth school before them, but they are just as big a teachers as we are. So we don't own them. We're not better than them. We don't put them down. Like children aren't seen and not heard that saying. Like I have people that used to say that to me growing up, children are seen, but not heard. I was like, thanks, like way to go. That made me feel really crap about myself. And I didn't know it at the time, but I'm like, that's not a nice thing to say to a child. Um, And so if we are not aware of how we were parented and how we want to parent, then we'll just do it by default and those gaps will just get passed down. And so parenting her has been such a gift and I tell you, and, and such a joy And one of the main reasons why it's been effortless, like, sure, there's been times when we have to have conversations, but one of the reasons why it's been a huge joy is because Nick and I are on the same page. We're on the same page. And this is really important. And he's been in a partnership before where he wasn't on the same page. And so he'll often say to me, oh, my God, it's so great parenting with you. Like, it's so great because we're just on the same page about everything. And you're not going to be like, not everyone's going to be on the same page about everything, but this is when you need to do what I talk about in the program, practicing crystal clear communication and having that communication with the partner. Now I have a stepson, as you know, babe, who's 16, 
And there's many times where we're not on the same page about him, right? Many times. And so there's been a lot of work that's need to be needed to be done in that area. But when it comes to our daughter, we're like on the same page. And so it's just a really, you know, people talk, plan for the birth and they plan for the nursery and they get the pictures and the room is all set up. But if they, if, if a lot of people only just focused so a little bit of that energy on how they want a parent and, and not so much energy on what color is the wallpaper in the baby's room going to be, let's just focus on, okay, let's sit down. Like before she came, we literally had a session together. We had we had uh, therapy together on how to parent. How do we want to parent? Like we, and I teach all of this in the program. We got really clear on how we want to parent so that we're not having arguments in front of her when she's here. Like we've already had these conversations. We know um, we have our parenting philosophy written up and we stick to it. And it's just been, it's made this conscious parenting journey so much more joyful because yeah, we're on the same page and we know what we both desire for her. I love that. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because I totally agree. I think, first of all, I love that idea of like going into motherhood with that crystal clear view of who do I want to be as a mom and how am I going to handle certain situations that are going to arise? Who am I going to be in those situations? And what's the version of me that I'm going to be really happy, you know, to show up as in those situations. And then obviously, of course, being on the same page with your partner, but I agree with you. I think so many, even now, as we're getting into this, like, greater awakening around motherhood. And I think more and more women are open to doing more intentional or conscious conception and focusing on that. I also agree. I think there's so many people will even focus on that. And then when the baby comes, it's kind of out the window <laughs> a little mm -hmm. bit and they don't take that time to be like, okay, well, now that I got the baby and I'm pregnant and I'm doing this thing, how do I set myself up so that when this child comes, I'm not, you know, acting from my default patterns. I'm not, like you said, you know, reliving kind of how I was parented. And also I'm just not parenting from reaction, mm. right? Like we're all human. So reaction is going to happen sometimes. But if you go into it with, like you said, having that philosophy, having that vision of how you want to be, it will help you and help you realign in those moments where maybe you get a little triggered or emotions happen or life happens as it might. Um, and something else came up as you were talking about that. It just also occurred to me that if someone is listening to this and is in the process of wanting to adopt a child um, or foster parent, um, that you could even maybe, you could go through the, the conception, you know, portion too, right? From an energetic standpoint, even if you weren't doing it physically, all the, you know, the body physical stuff will just be good for your health, <laughs> but all of the spiritual and mindset stuff will be imperative in preparing yourself. Like I was just also even thinking as like a step parent, I'm like, wow, I wish I had done this, you know, even before going into step parenthood, mm -hmm. because how nice would have that been to prepare? And um, so I really think that it's just a beautiful a beautiful course and resource that is just so needed 
and you're just such a beautiful vessel for it to come through. And I'm so excited for it to exist. And so um, I'm really excited to, to share it. And as a bonus to any of our listeners um, that are ready to join Holy Mama, I'm going to throw in my Amplify Your Magnetism 40-day meditation journey because I know you've got meditations in the course, but I feel like it's really just going to amp up your radiance and amp up your magnetism. And the whole meditation journey is really about like surrender and receiving and trusting, embodying the frequency of what you're calling in. And that feels just so aligned with all that you're sharing about this course. So I'm really, really excited for people to dive in. Um, Is there any last wisdom or word of advice you want to share with listeners that you feel called to right now? Wherever you're at on your journey, just know that you are worthy and you deserve to feel empowered on this journey to motherhood or not. If you don't want to be a mother, this journey full stop. You you deserve to feel empowered. You deserve to, and you're worthy of that. We all are. We're all worthy of that. And I really just want everyone to really feel that and know that deep in their bones that this is your journey. This is your journey. And you deserve to enjoy the process and to feel empowered along the path. So I am so excited for you guys to come and join us inside the program. Your bonus sounds amazing. Uh, What is your link to get it? Yeah. So I'll have all the links below so you can find that in the show notes, uh, wherever you're listening to this. Um, But you can also go to CassandraBodzak.com slash mama. So just CassandraBodzak.com slash M-A-M-A. And you'll be able to uh, join the program. And then once you join, uh, we'll get in touch with you and you'll get your bonus as well. Um, so check that out. And like I said, everything will be below. And thank you so much, Melissa, for creating this program and for being on this podcast and just being such a beautiful mama role model for me, first as a step mama and now as a birth mama. <laughs> thank you so much, honey. I love our conversations and thank you for allowing me to share with your beautiful audience. I'm so grateful. And I really hope to see as many of you as possible inside the program. I can't wait.